1: That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com ACAST. Well, hello everyone, and you join us here today. Well, you, you join us here today, really, because Tom and I absolutely love talking about watches and making these videos. But you might have noticed something. Um, Tom... You've probably noticed, since you're heavily involved, how are our titles doing recently?
0: I don't know, but it's probably got something to do with Rolex. (laughs) It certainly has, it certainly has.
1: Dear viewer and listener, you may have noticed the use of the term Rolex quite frequently in some of our previous video titles, and there is a very good reason for that. And um, I thought, rather than just keeping silent and carrying on with it, that we would make a little conversation that is kind of directed to, towards you guys to to help you understand why we're doing what we're doing to explain what we're trying to do with it and hopefully to to find a nice happy medium between what you guys want and uh, and what we're required to do so um basically the long and short of it is that tom and i really like making the videos and we want to continue making the kinds of videos that people want but youtube isn't exactly on side with that.
0: Yeah, I mean, the bottom line is is if we could put bubes in the thumbnail, we would, but we can't. So what what have we got to use?
1: Yeah, I, I would really love to spend all day making videos about quirky watches that most people don't have any interest in. But there is a big problem with that because most people aren't interested in them. Um, The really funny thing is, is that people can be made interested in them, but they have to watch the content first. And that the way the YouTube algorithm works is that if your core audience doesn't watch it, it doesn't get shown to your casual audience. And if your casual audience don't watch it, it doesn't get shown to everyone else. And that is becoming more and more of a thing. The way um the way videos are displayed to people the way people aren't using their subscription feed they're waiting for recommendations on their home page blah, blah 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 all that sort of stuff um we spoke a bit more about that in a previous video if, if anyone fancies checking in on it but really the long and short of it is is that a video lives and dies by its title and thumbnail the actual content could be superb but if the title doesn't hook people in people will never watch the video now why do we make these videos, Tom? Uh keeps us off the street. <laughs> there's, there's that. But there's also the sense that we really love watches. And Tom is uh, newer in his journey than I am. But we both really want to make sure that we create a very inclusive path for other people to get into them. And there's so many great stories and so much fun and so much cool stuff being made. Um, but to get people to watch that, to get people who may be interested in it to actually watch it, you have to hook them in with something. Here's where the title really comes in. Um, we did a Breitling video recently, and in the title it was something like this, dist- uh, this Destroys Rolex or something like that. And that gave the performance a real boost. And hopefully that means a lot of people see that that Breitling is a great watch. We've done watches in the past where I thought, oh, this is going to be awesome. People will love this watch. And nobody is interested. Nobody is interested until you change the title. And then you see people in the comments saying, wow, this is such a cool watch. This is really interesting. Thank you for sharing. That's my dilemma. We want to make the videos that showcase the coolest watches in the world that people aren't aware of. But to get them shown in front of people, even in front of the people who would watch them, even with the... Uh, a, a, an older type of title, we have to use a more clickbaity title. Otherwise, those people won't even be served them, let alone anyone else.
0: There, there are some amazing timepieces out there which we try and show you as many as we can, and things that catch our eye and stuff. But there are videos that we've made that we're really proud of, but we know that they're not gonna perform because it's too niche or it's hard to kind of convey the wonderful essence of a timepiece with a snappy title so something that we can do to bring it to people's attention is compare it to a popular watch that people are interested in.
1: Yeah and, and here's the thing if if we don't if we don't get the, the performance on the channel then we don't get to do the channel unfortunately that's the that's the long and short of it but also If audiences are responding to videos with Rolex in the title, and that then shows them watches they otherwise wouldn't have known about, then that's really the duty that we set out for ourselves to achieve to show cool watches to people who didn't know about them, to expand their knowledge and really help them embrace the entire industry and not just Rolex. Now, I, I know from my interest in car journalism that you see a similar thing over there with Porsche. Everything is measured against Porsche because Porsche is the benchmark. It is a line in the sand for which people of all ages, genders, shapes and sizes can go, oh yes, I know that Porsche is very popular. Is this better than one? Or is this worse than one? If you say something is good or you say something is bad, I think you need to have some grounding on what that is. And Rolex, for me, is that benchmark for it. And it appeals to people as well because of that thing. They go, oh, I know about Rolex. And they're saying this watch is better and it's cheaper. I'm interested to find out more. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you just said, this is a great watch, or this is a rubbish watch, then it sort of floats around. You don't really have any measure of what that might be. So... As, as well as it being something that draws attention because it is snappy and enticing, I genuinely think it serves a purpose when comparing watches that are a similar price, or a similar complication, similar ilk in general. So really, Tom, this, um, this is a bit of an appeal to our fans, the people who have been here with us the longest. So bear with us on the titles. Try and see through the title and understand what the video is really about because if you do that, it means that we can continue making the videos that we've always made and the videos that we really want to make. Because there are some cool watches out there that I want to feature that I'm concerned won't get viewed by anyone. But if we can use this technique, then it means that we can show them to people.
0: Yeah, and I know it may you may you may see it and it, it may tick you off. I mean, it ticks me off. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Rolex. Can't stand them. Um, it's just too juicy, and um, it it just helps us to continue to do what we want to do. And it's a shame, really, because I would love to just say here's a Bell and Ross that I like, <laughs> but no one's going to care. So, um, so yeah, it's it's sort of the naughty swiss elephant in the room really and uh yeah so that's why we're we talked about it we want to try and be transparent with you and just say look we're not trying to trick anyone we just want as many people to enjoy the content as possible
1: yeah yeah it really does come down to that because well a little bit of an announcement really we we want to make new types of video as well videos that appeal to different types of people such that we can preserve the kinds of videos that we make uh, now without having to dilute them. Um, you might have noticed, dear viewer and listener, recently we posted an interview with Andy Torbett, a diver who really shed some interesting light on the use of dive watches in the real world now by real people. And I'd love to do more of that.
0: Um, what was really interesting about that Andy Talbot video was that the there was just overwhelming positivity about it in the comments. Like everyone who watched it thoroughly enjoyed it, but not that many people did. And I think it's because it was kind of niche. It was a little bit outside of what we do. Um, we, we didn't get too deep into the watches with Andy, but we will get into watches more with him in the future, hopefully. But just as a starting point, we wanted to just pick his brains about what he does because it's so fascinating and it relates to to the the hobby of watches as well. But, but what was interesting was that everyone who watched it loved it but we knew it kind of wasn't going to go viral or anything because we couldn't get Rolex in the title. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and if you haven't seen
1: that video it may well be because it didn't perform very well and it wasn't shown to you and that you may have actually been really interested in watching it so do do seek it out. It was a really interesting conversation with a a remarkable guy Um, and I'd love to do more stuff like that in the future. Think of it almost like a real TV channel where you have different shows that appear and you can watch the ones that appeal to you. Um, And so we're really looking for your feedback and uh, for your support and your help in in, in continuing to make this channel better and better and better and bring watches to as many people as possible um, and, and put the brands that might be lesser known In front of as many people as possible. So dear viewer and listener please do bear with us. Uh, Hopefully this gives you some sort of reasoning as to why we're doing what we're doing and it makes sense. Um, Let us know your thoughts about it in the comments below and um, give us some thoughts on what you think we can do next that might really appeal to you. Thank you very much. Please do like, comment, subscribe and all of that sort of stuff for the same reasons and we'll speak to you next time. Bye bye. Catch you later.